Welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Uh, I would like to welcome back uh, an amazing guest, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Give a warm welcome to Frances Castillo. Welcome to the show, bro. How are you doing? Man, I, I, I'm blessed, Dio. I'm I'm being honest with you. I'm so uh, I'm so ecstatic because you actually said my name correctly too. So thank you. Thank yeah, you. You got an amazing name. You got an amazing name. Uh, doing amazing things, creating an amazing legacy. Man, thank you for having me back on, first and foremost. So I thank you so much for all the compliments, and thank you for having me back on. I'm like a kid in a candy store, deal. I'm not going to lie. This is a long uh, time coming, but we're back, people. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I love having you on. It's it's Even even when we're not uh, talking on the podcast, you know, we're always DMing. Uh, you're you're, you're uh, a sun sign of hope. Like we have these deep conversations, so it's always good energy, and I and I love that. Touche, touche, and it's always organic. And I think I told you this the first time. One thing I love about you, um, even when I was doing the, the podcast tour for the book, um, one thing about your podcast, I don't know, I just feel like I could be myself. It's organic. It's 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 organic. It's no pressure. It's like a it's like a great conversation. So, um, just like. Like I said, I think I feel like I feel so comfortable around you. It's, it's crazy. Never met you in person, yeah. As far as social media wise and online, and being on the show, I feel like I know. I feel like I know you for a long time. It's crazy, but it's so good to be back and be thank back. You, thank you. I appreciate back. it. It's and that's what makes this, and that's what I want. Right? It's it's more. Although you know, I've had I've had many many you know entrepreneurs talk about their story and their business it's it's the organic conversation to to be able to talk about it right to be real so that the listeners and viewers can 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 gravitate to that right touche you're correct so what's up man what's what's new what's new what's uh you got i know you got a lot of things you're working on a lot of things this is this is going to be a a to be continued podcast because what you have in store it's 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 amazing. Man, um, we're gonna cover a plethora of topics today, man. Um, but I, I mean what's not new? It's like I have I'm always constantly having something going on. Um, this is the fourth fourth quarter of biz, the business quarter and the fourth quarter of the end of the year. So I'm just trying to I'm just trying to finish off strong, man. Um I say that because I went to Belize. I was in Belize last week. Nice. A lot of y'all don't know where that's at. Geographically is right below Mexico. Right above South America, um, nice. and it was almost like, and you can contest to this as well. When you go back home, you just come back charged up. Yes, yes. Um, so I'm I'm trying to come back and and finish the year off strong, man. Whether that's with the companies, whether that's writing the second book, um, and just enjoying these holidays is about to come up. So I'm just looking forward to uh, to the end of the year. I feel that one hundred percent. I went back home and and to in July, and I unfortunately I went back to to bury my grandmother, uh, which is an unfortunate uh, a thing to go back home to, right? But um, you know, I but like you said, you know, I came back recharged to get shit done. Touche, and and and, and I'm glad you brought that up. So you know. I think I told you when it kind of, kind of like I said, we stay in communication. I remember when she was sick, and I remember you telling me that she wasn't doing too well, and I, and I definitely sent a prayer for her. And um, I know she was monumental in your life, man. And like I said, sorry for you and your family's loss, man. And and, and thank you, thank you. I know she's super proud of you. Touche, touche. Now, did she call you? Did she have a nickname for you like my grandmother does? Or no, she, no. no. So she called you Dio Mark or Dio or Dio Man. Dio Man. All right, all right, Dio Man. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I wasn't really, I wasn't, I wasn't really into big nicknames because I, from a young age, like, I love my name. I I love my name, you know, like the only thing my parents did was give me my name and I had to build it. So, I mean, growing up in the, in the streets, because I grew up in the streets, uh, they, they, I had another name, but uh, that's not what we're going to discuss here. <laughs> so, you know, <coughs> I, I was, I was, uh, it's okay. <laughs> but, you know, life, life, listen, right. To, to live a life thinking 
or even believing uh, you're wise. Uh, and, you know, truth be told, you're nothing but a fool, right? So you live and you learn, and um, you'll have a better life. Touche, touche. I tell this to people all, all the time. Knowledge is nothing unless it's applied. Facts. When you apply knowledge, that's when the wisdom kicks in. But it takes a t it takes a while to get to that point of wisdom. Mm -hmm. So you have to apply the wisdom, man. But you got to go through some hurdles, ups and downs, peaks and valleys. And I'm gonna read you this right quick because you had me thinking about it because I posted this on my life coaching page. Nice. Um, just pertaining to um, you know, you, you know your life, your past life, I should say, or a section of your life. So this is real short by J Cole, the artist, y'all. So nah, if y'all don't know nah. J, of course y'all should know J Cole. <laughs> J Cole, North Love Carolina. It. Every every saint got a past. Every sinner got a future. Every loser got a win. And every winner got to lose someday. Boom. Yeah, I love that. That's facts. That's real. That's real. That's real. You know, I I, I was thinking last night, right? I've been I've been going through um I don't I don't want to say ups and downs, but I've been going through I've been going through some things that I've been struggling, right? And like, you know, last night, because I, as we discussed earlier, like my son, um, today was his first day of school, right? And as you know, he's autistic and, you know, whoever everybody here have heard the podcast has known my struggle with my son, right? Uh, seeking help wise, right? So I'm here thinking like, you know, in this life we live in, right? And this, this time, this era, uh, decade or whatever you want to call it, right? we see success as being financial stable, right? Like it's wealth. If you, we define success as you having money, right? And I think people, well, some people may not understand that in order for that to happen, something has to be sacrificed, right? You, somebody has to sacrifice for you. You yes. have to sacrifice somebody mm. or you have to be, willing to sacrifice something right like mm. what's made what, what's made it so tedious and difficult for me right this past two years that um right and uh, january 4th 23 second year on the podcast right is that i don't i don't want to sacrifice anything that's why it's, it's taken me so long to do a lot of things or maybe not reach that that peaking point people think I am right yeah. and yet I've I've spent these two years you know ever since I started my my brand one not working for myself you know it's been two years I've I've I mean, I've built and created these amazing memories with my son which is something I've always wanted right and I, and last night I, I you know just in my thoughts pondering right because. You know, like I said today, he's going to school for the first time. That's really heavy on me. And I'm like, damn. Although I, I've created and built beautiful moments, I never could have capitalized on them like I wanted to. Because when you're an entrepreneur and you're starting your own business, you know, you're worried on how to how how to keep the lights on. You know, house, rent responsibilities right and there were they they were a lot of nights like that and i come to terms that like if you're gonna sacrifice something if somebody's uh gonna sacrifice themselves for you it needs to be worth it because time is not forgiven touche touche um you almost made me want to cry man and i say that because i'm not i'm serious i've been i've been uh, dealing with a lot these last three months um, we'll dive into that as well. I'll bring that up. But uh, one thing that you said that's so key is that for me, I've had to realize that um, earlier this year, as far as like money, and I say that because like money to me, we come from a country or we come from a place where, mm -hmm. of course, they look at us like we're in America, we have the land of opportunity, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But I've never been infatuated with money to the point where I, it drives me to an unbelievable drive. So the things I've accomplished in life, I just, just because I'm just that talented, right? But I had to, something went off in my head earlier this year. 
I had to put this switch in my head like I have to become obsessed with something I don't love. Now, I don't get it twisted. I like money. I like money, but I'm not obsessed with it because for me, I'm a man of simplicity. I like the simple things in life. I went back home and I saw this beautiful sunrise. I enjoyed the, the, a, a cool breeze, the little things in life I enjoy. So I had to tell myself like, okay, now you have to become obsessed with something that you don't necessarily love. And I say that because we put value to a piece of paper, mm-hmm. right? And I told this to my business partner a long time ago. I'm like, man, I hate this. I hate the fact that we have to trade our time for this piece of paper. Because if we don't give money value, then it does, it's, it's nothing. But we in the world, everyone has their own currency. We give these this piece of paper value. Yep. It drives us. And I told him this. I said, well, unfortunately, it's to the point where it gives us a purpose. So we have to go get this money. Yeah. yeah. And I just feel sorry for you as well because I know the bond that you've created with your son. Our son's around almost the same age. Um, I've had my struggles with my son as far as he had uh, ear surgery a few months ago. Wow. He's doing a lot better. But, uh, that bond you've created, man, it's, it's, it's hard to detach from it. But now it's like, now you have to tell yourself, I got to go back and get this money because you have to provide, you know, for yourself and your family. So. Uh, what you were saying, it's factual because you you need to provide for your family, you know, and you and if you're a, a small business owner or, or just becoming an entrepreneur, you need something to feed the beast, you know, and like when you when you when you first become an entrepreneur, those first years. It's a lot. Of, you don't know what to do. And you, it's a lot of figuring out. And money's gonna, money's gonna, uh, is gonna flow away from you, you know. So you need something, and so you establish. It's established. You need to keep feeding the business. You know, I tell people all the time. You know, you keep your nine to five, and when you come out of your nine to five, your your personal business to be that should be your part time. And you keep working that part time until it becomes your full time, and your full time becomes a part time. Next thing you know, your business, you're running your business full smooth, and you don't have to work with nobody else. It takes time, dedication, consistency to build that. Touche. And it's one of the hardest, most gratifying things in the world that you can do. And I tell this to any entrepreneur or anybody that whether it's music, whether it's artwork, or whether it's entrepreneurship. It's one of the hardest, most gratifying things in the world because you got to realize God gives you the vision or mm-hmm. the creators don't believe in God. Some people believe in something else, but a lot of people, I sometimes like to say the creator. So the creator gives you the vision and then people don't understand how hard it is. You get the vision and then you have to go try your best to apply the vision. And then it's kind of like you don't know what you're doing. So you have to like, like you said, navigate through this entrepreneurial world because people don't understand. When you have a nine to five, that's guaranteed 40 hours. That's guaranteed money. When you're mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's the fear of the unknown. You have to create the hustle and create the, the ways of the avenue of getting the money. Um, so it's super hard. I, I commend any entrepreneur out there. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's, it's, you know, it's stability. That's what that, that nine to five gives you. That's what where you... Where you where you get paid, where you win through that nine to five is your choice to see how you're going to apply it. And, and you know, that's that's ultimate, that's ultimately and where that's going to help you to succeed or fail or continue or not continue. But you need that. Agreed. And the sad part about I see a lot of people that have a nine to five and they're really miserable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I know a lot of people that are miserable because they've They've got. They've been sold this dream where you go to school, get a good job, and um, get a good career. But at the end of the day, I mean, you're realistically, if you go to school for twelve years, and then you go to school for not twelve, let's give or take about what, what give or take about ten years, whatever the number is, and then you go to school, you go to college, right, and then you go, you got your student loan debt. And you actually, once you, once you get the career that you think that you love, but when you get into it, you're kind of like, ah, but I got to get this money because I have the student loan debt. Then you get um, a nice car, a home. You start having kids in the family. By the time you turn around with that student loan debt and all that 
a career and everything, you're in you're in the hole for about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, give or take. Yeah. <clears throat> but then you're stuck because you have a, you've accumulated all this debt. Um, but, but when you're an entrepreneur, it's kind of like you have to create something from scratch. So when you enter in a system where go to school, get the career, it's, it's like it's something that's already set in stone. But when you're an entrepreneur, it's different, man. It's, it's really different. Um, you have to network and work hard for yours, and you're creating generational wealth. So you're creating something that you're hoping or that you will think that will last longer when you're gone for your child or for yourself or for your family. So, um, yeah, I got two companies, man. And my time is, um, very, uh, very precious, but I know at the end of the day, I'm, I'm creating something that will be there for my child. He doesn't have to go work for somebody. Yeah. I, um, I, um, yeah, I, um, I was talking to, uh, this gentleman King Needle, uh, I think it's episode 95, right? And I was telling him like, Everyone right now is in real estate. That's that's the big thing, right? Real estate. And I'm like, and I'm doing my own research because you know my wife and I are in real estate. But now I'm like, right now everything's high, and like at least over here, right? So because everything's high and everything's inflated, um, people are selling their houses for a lot of money, and it's not worth it sometimes. And then the loan the banks give is not enough due to inflation, right? So I'm like, I don't want to buy a house. Right here in my head, right? Talking to my wife, you know, because we, we tend to have those conversations. Give ideas, right? Because, you know, constructive, positive, progressive conversation. <clears throat> and I'm like, if I take, if a bank is giving me, let's say, 250000 right? 250000 right? And um, if I go buy a home, I'm like, let's say it's a three-family home, right? What, 1000 1500 And that's cause that that's going to be consistency. That's all, what, what I'm always going to make, right? Rather take that money and go buy, let's say, an established French franchise. A business that's already established in making money already. The, all you have to do is come and manage it. And like let's say, if you buy, if you buy uh, Burger King, McDonald's, or these already established franchise, they get paid. I think it's uh, the way they get paid. It, it's percentage or margins, depending on that months you make. That's how they get paid. That's how they pay uh, the the if they rent the land or whatever, right? I'm like. I'd rather go invest in that because that's going to be always giving me money. That's already established. And I'm not going to be stuck with a certain amount of money every, every month. If I go buy a house and the most I can rent it, depending, let's say, depending where you are in the country, the most I can rent is for a thousand and it's a three family house. That's, that's 3000. But over here, it, it, it fluctuates. I could be I can I, I can make three thousand in a day. At the end of the week, I've, I I I quadruple that. And if I take that money, I'll get myself another franchise. And then with that money, I'll buy myself a third one. And with that money, then I'll buy myself a house and properties. I mean, but it's just it, it's just uh, me spitballing. Nah, it makes sense. People don't realize right now the housing market is is is, is over leveraged, and it's created this bubble mm-hmm. that's gonna bust. Yep. Because, um. It's just, it's just, it reminds me of 2008. I didn't know much about it in 2008 because um, I was too young in the sense of like not wise enough. But that's what one of the reasons that set that caused one of the re- recessions. Well, the, the the recession, one of the recessions, mm-hmm. was because the the housing market was giving out too many loans and it was over leveraged. The banks, I mean, and it's kind of the same thing right now. These houses are going for astronomical prices. Yeah. And they're not worth. Let's say let's say a house is worth realistically two hundred and fifty thousand, mm-hmm. right? It's selling for overvalued for three hundred and twenty thousand, three hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Like so, if you're selling your house, you're making the money. But the problem is, henceforth, buying another house because now you sold your house, and now you're stuck because you don't 
you now you got to go buy an astronomical price, a new house for another astronomical price. But a lot of people, if you're wise, you're gonna wait for that bubble to bust, and then you buy a house or you buy a rental property. So I think it's gonna happen pretty soon. I don't know when. Technically, we're not in a recession, but we are, because they consider a recession when the GDP, the gross domestic profit, is down two quarters in a row. Mm -hmm. They consider that that's when there's that's when it's a recession. I think we've already had. Um, with inflation, we've already had one quarter where it's been like, all right, these numbers is bad. Where because you got the guy, the cost of milk is high, cost of gas was high, but everything is high. So we're already in a bad situation. See, I mean, but and, and that case, just just going back to um, like just reflecting on what happened in in two thousand eight, right? Because you you can't change the past, but you can most definitely learn from it, right? And I, what I see is the people that are going to suffer the most is the renters. Because what happened, what happened in, in 2008, uh, the owners are the ones who won. Because I rent you this apartment, right? And what happened in 2008 is that the owners weren't paying the bank. They were pocketing that money. This is why a lot of people say cash rules. Because when you when you're profitable through cash, you're not able to it's, uh, it's you're not excuse me you're not able to track that. That's why you hear a lot of people. Yeah, I want to start a cash business, strictly cash, because the the government doesn't have proof of where you come in, where you're making here, where you're making here, and everything becomes a loss. You can market it as a loss, not to make money. You feel me? True. Um. And that's what I see a lot of the renters, people who don't own their 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 things, you know, are, are the ones like right now Toyota. Uh uh word on the street is that and, and where they make them, I think in, in Japan, Tokyo, one of these, they're not making them, it's shutting down. Wow. So like there's a there's a shortage of vehicles. And you gotta remember, like there was a uh when the pandemic kicked, it was like a, a a whole a whole quarter or two quarters where the world was shut down and nothing was uh being manufactured so that gap is is gonna affect and where either they manufacture too quickly and the product is not uh wasn't created uh good and it comes is gonna come with a major defect or one they didn't do any type of production, which is going to affect us now in the long run. Right. I ain't thinking about that, but you're right. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of the problems. I remember when it was happening right after the pandemic was the little chips that's in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a chip shortage. So, yeah. I got a cousin who um, because we just dropping gems on these people today. I got a cousin who's a doctor in Taiwan. Wow. And Taiwan, believe it or not, is one of the, if not the, if not the largest, it's number, I think it's number one in the world, creating those chips, whether it's in your iPhone or cars. So yeah, um, Taiwan was having an issue, I guess, producing all, like they like backordered all these chips and stuff for these cars. So um, yeah, and then going back to the situation you said too about the renters, I had a cousin, I have a cousin who lives in New York, and I think a lot of the renters were dealing with this problem, where because it was a pandemic, they couldn't charge. The, the renters, the people that were renting, the renting, I'm sorry, that, that were renting from them, couldn't pay them, couldn't pay the rent. They weren't making any money. So my cousin was like, "Yeah, I can't kick these people out because by law they're saying you you have to keep the people in there. Like you can't kick them out. You mm-hmm. can't collect rent. So therefore, you're losing money. And you know you guys still got to pay the bank. So right. yeah, man, it was it was it's rough and it's still rough for a lot of people. Yeah, right now. <laughs> Right now, uh, at New York, um, in New York, everyone that were was fired for not getting the vaccine. Right now, they they have to get hot, rehired, and they have to pay them backtrack for all those months that they didn't work. There's some people that are getting paid up to forty thousand mm. dollars, right? Because it was in what was the proper word, unconstitutional to do that to them. Came back and bit them in the butt. Boom. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 um, and this is the thing, right? 
in a business, an established business, you're not going to have that problem. If you think about it. And if you do, you shut it down. Because if you shut it down, it'll stay there. If you know how to manage your money, you'll have uh, enough amount of money that you're not going to struggle. You'd rather shut it down, shut down production so you don't lose money. Because the more you you continue to push forward on it. And even though the pandemic, the, all these small businesses were that were food, fast food, all that, they made money because nobody was coming out the house. Facts. <laughs> you know, I'm investing in the stock market, not heavy. I used to be I used to be so heavy in the stock market. I've been um falling off a little bit, but I mean every paycheck I used to put money in the market, right? But anyway, for a long period of time, because of the pandemic, Zoom shot up, their stock shot up out the roof. I wish I would have messed with Zoom, honestly. But we didn't know. Hindsight, we didn't know because I mean let me look at the price. But during the pandemic, everything went virtual. Like they made so much money. Zoom and Netflix is the one that benefited a lot mm-hmm. from the pandemic because everyone was doing virtual. And everyone is staying home watching Netflix. Correct. Correct. Let me give them, look at the price. Oh. That's what I use Zoom. That's how everybody uses Zoom. Everybody wants to do all these miscellaneous programs. And, and not to knock them, but like comparing prices, Zoom is more straightforward and more affordable than a lot of these. Um, how much? So, oh, so. Let me give you a let me give you a rough estimate. This is this is like we're dropping gems to our people today. We're gonna push this episode because we're we're dropping we're talking about a whole variety of things, but we're talking about residual income, we're talking about real estate companies, and we stock. Entrepreneurship, stock. entrepreneurship. We're dropping gems. So currently, right now, Zoom is eighty eighty seven dollars a share. Last year, around this time, Zoom was two hundred and sixty three dollars a share. When Zoom first started and went public, Zoom was Zoom went public in 2019, and there were $62 a share. So realistically, if you would have came in and when it was $62 a share, and it went up to $263 per share, you'd made a lot of money. Let me look up Netflix as well. I know Netflix ate a lot. Yes. So Netflix is currently $310 a share. The stock market is kind of going down right now anyway, FYI. But let me see what it was a year ago. A year ago, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> a year ago, it was $679 a share. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so here's the kicker. That's why we tell people to invest in companies when you when they, when you first hear about the companies, do your research and due diligence and invest in them early. Just just when Zoom went public. How much it costs to just invest in Zoom? Let's just say you know anything about Zoom, but let's just say a friend told you to invest in, I mean, not Zoom, but Netflix. Guess how much it costs to invest in Netflix when it first went public in 2004? Just guess. How much? It was $1.20. So, granted, you don't know what these companies are going to be, but you got to take the time to delay, do your research. But at the end of the day, in 2004, it went public. So when this was, and I'm gonna give y'all gems. When a company goes public, all they're trying to do is build money to raise more money for their company, raise more capital. So at the end of the day, they're giving people like me, you, everyone in the world the opportunity to buy into their company. So technically you're owners of the company because they're building equity, they're trying to build more capital for their company. So let's just say you bought it in Netflix and it was a $120. I mean, I'm sorry, $1.20 in 2004. It went all the way up to $679. Now think about it, if you would have bought like 10 shares, 100 shares of that, you would be really good. Right but you're going to have a little gay stuff. Nobody would have thought King stop. Mm-hmm. But anyway, t- talk to me about some of the, some, let's talk about so what happened what happened to the locker room? What, what You had this podcast going, you also got blocked on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. You've done your research, D. I gotta give it to you. I'm okay, telling you, so social media is be shady. <laughs> be shady. The locker room is on pause right now. Um, it was a lock, it was a platform created with some guys that kind of came to me and they saw what I was doing. And um they're good friends of mine. And don't there's no there's nothing bad blood 
It's just I've gotten too busy. I gotta focus on what makes me money. Um, nice. so it's kind of like locker room was on pause, but I like I like the essence and the core of what locker room was. It was kind of a platform created for guys to vent. Because mm. as men, we have a lot on our shoulders, pun intended. Um, <laughs> and you know, it was some. It was a place for men to vent and and talk about issues. And I'm gonna say this, and I'm, I'm not gonna go on this long soliloquy rant. So one of the guys in the locker room, his name is JB, and JB said this to me, and it's so deep and so profound. He said, sometimes men are not appreciated, whether you're a husband, boyfriend, fiance, whatever. He said, sometimes men come home and they just feel tolerated. That's deep. But it is true for some men. Some, some men, we don't feel appreciated. Yeah. Because we have to carry, pun intended, remember Atlas, he carries the world. Mm-hmm. As a man, we have to carry the world on our shoulders. So I did like the platform. I think eventually we'll get fired back up. But right now, I'm just kind of focusing on um, my company, Q Jackson Apparel. And then I'm writing my second book, which is level, Leveling, Leveled Up, I'm sorry. And then I have another company, a marketing company. So it's kind of like, you know, I got to put that on the back burner. But then answering your second question, I have a life coaching page. I'm a certified life coach. And I got banned on Instagram. I'm not going to say why I got banned because, but let's just say VID, the vid, is one of the reasons. I think I was talking about that. And they shut your boy down. Oh. Yeah. I had a guest talk about that. And I think, you know, they was pushing that agenda. And I was I wasn't talking against it, but I was kind of questioning it. Listen, man, I'm gonna say this: I got blocked on YouTube. Oh my god! <laughs> I got uh, I got shadow banned on Instagram. My followers uh, went down immensely. I was about to hit, bro. I was about to hit like like one like a thousand fifty at least. Um, my uh well we'll just leave it at that yeah but let's switch gears too i do want to before i before i um lose my train of thought i want to definitely touch upon this as well um because we're covering a lot of things and you know we're gonna push this episode so because if you have it click comment like and subscribe to follow me i miss the dream is power obtained yeah i better stop playing Y'all better stop playing because we're gonna push this heavy. We want to get this message out. So I'm gonna switch gears, y'all. And I just been on my, just been on my heart and this been on my mind. Thank you for allowing me to be on this platform. Um, I'm gonna say this because you never know what you mean to people. Um, and well, I'm I'm, I'm lying. The people come back to you and tell you they appreciate you, right? Everyone, God gives you a gift. I'm really saying right quick. God gives you a gift, and then sometimes you don't get you don't get kudos from that gift because a lot of people don't tell you you're doing good at what you're doing. So your job in this world is to find your gift and to multiply it times ten, right? So anyway, long story short, I had a cousin come to me last week and told me he's been diagnosed with he's bipolar, and I felt so honored and humble for the fact that he came to me about that. I say all that to say that I'm going to dive into mental health right quick. Anyway, he confided in me and told me he, he diagnosed with bipolar. Um, and he said the reason why he was encouraged to go talk to someone is because I talked about going to see a therapist on my life coaching page. Mm. So I was, one, honored and humbled that he confided in me about his being, being bipolar. And then, two, I was honored and humbled that actually I felt like I was making an impact and making a difference. So just in switching gears, if anyone out there who's watching this podcast, who subscribed to this podcast, and is going through anything, and you can't feel like you can deal it with, battle it and deal with it yourself, please go seek a therapist, psychiatrist, or whoever you need to talk to to go vent and um, get that off your chest. Because mental health is real, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mental health is real. So dive in mm-hmm. that, D.O. <clears throat> yeah, shit. That, that's real. That is, um, where do I begin with that, right? 
See, this is like, and going back to the locker room, this is something, there's a, there's something I'm producing that's similar like that. What you guys are doing. I'm producing it on a down low because I've noticed every time I, I, I try to do something and I say it, it's just falls flame. So I'm producing something like that from, you know, uh, from uh, my media company, Junior Spy Obtain, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Here's the thing with that. And I, I'm going to say man's perspective, right? Like it's men thing, right? Um, we've been, throughout the years, we, we've been ostracized for certain decisions that we have made and, and just being a man in humanity. We don't have the best track record of it, but we have hope and would hope we become better men, better people, better person better brother, father, friend, right? Better man. Um, and on a daily basis, you know, we as men do not support one another. We're not there one another. Uh, uh, we hear another man talking about what they're going through and we don't say, hey, I'm here for you. We don't say, uh, "You do you need to talk? Um, or try to empower him in a way that, hey, you got this. Everything's going to be okay. We don't do that. And so before we we, we uh, start preaching, we must first come, we have to go to ourselves. Self-accountability, ask yourself, am I that type of person in where your cousin took the courage and spoke to you and you were able to give him the, the advice, the manly advice uh, that he took to go help himself. That's the first thing. That's the first thing, you know. Everything, it, it's gangster. Everything, it, it's macho man. And that's not a real man. And especially if you have a father, right? If you, if you, if you are a father, you need to understand that you're being viewed as an example. And everything you walk, every step you take, every move you make, that's <laughs> not like a song now. Uh, they'll, they'll be watching you. <laughs> right? Don't laugh, which is true, though. You know, um, so like some days I, I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed out. And I, and I can admit I'm not the perfect example nor a human being. And I'm human. And, and it comes to when I look back, I see that little guy looking at me. I'm like, damn, damn, damn it. You know, it's all me. And I have to do the diligence of getting down to that little man's level and be like, hey, that is not right. What he, that tantrum he did, so he yelled, that wasn't right. I'm sorry. Please, you know, please don't take that example. I'm wrong. Be better than me. You know, and that's one step where we, we have to start building men rather boys. We have, done, we have not done a great job in that. We have, we have given, you know, because we want to have a, a fun night, there's consequences to that. And now you, there's plenty of mothers, uh, you know, raising their children alone. And then there's kids making kid uh making grown-up decisions that are that are now raising kids a kids raising kids that's affected our culture immensely immensely we haven't we as men ha haven't got grown enough and we're we, we we are now with gray hair and life just you know tells us we're wise we don't have to say it we don't have to say it because life is telling you we're wise men we need that, right? Uh, we live in a culture where now we're segregated. Everything is black. Everything is LGBT. Everything is Latinx. Everything. No, men need men. We 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 need to take accountability in order for this our next future, uh, the next uh, uh, round of, uh, of of generations to come. We need to build values. We need you know every we, everything is so emotional. That's why there's so much obesity. That's why you know. There's like so many things that keeps us unbalanced. 
And I'm not saying we should ignore our emotions, but we shouldn't also let it control us. You know, you get what I'm saying? Agreed. And being that said, then we're able to, once we are able to hold ourselves accountable, look ourselves in the mirror, because women fighting in reality is ourselves, not the other person. Because, you know, I, I realize if you let somebody control your emotions, that you never had control over yourself. Right. 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 And I, and, you know, like, like I said in the beginning of this uh, interview, right? Like, of this episode of this organic conversation, like, me growing up, I was a fucking problem. And I know I, I, I have to constantly redirect myself because I don't care how big or small, I can be a problem. But that's not who I am. That's not who I want to become, right? It, it's 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 the constant reminder we got that I got that little boy watching me, mm. and and one day he's gonna he doesn't talk now, but one day he's gonna speak. Yes, and one day he's gonna be able to tell you everything he has felt growing up, and you're gonna be you, you're gonna be a grown person, right? And you, you're gonna feel like shit. Because he's going to finally have a voice and tell you, listen, growing up, this is this I didn't like. This and this is not like. This is not like. And you're going to, you're going to, if you're a good parent, you're going to, you, you're going to, you're going to break down. Or you're going to be a, a, one of those parents that are, are going to ignore everything and just brush it off. When that time comes, you got to be, you, you got to hold yourself accountable. You're like, I'm sorry. You got to acknowledge his feelings. You got to acknowledge him as a kid. Whether it's a girl or boy. Because this shit in life is there's consequences. There's the, the most difficult thing in life, it's giving a shit. Because you can hold you can walk through life not caring about anything. But when you care, that's hard because you have to care. It's true. Especially when you when you got kids. Especially if you're if you're trying to be an influencer, uh, uh you have you're trying to be somebody with credibility. And and that's just the start. You're right. And um, I like to give people I like to give people their flowers, you know, while they're alive. And I said that because life is too short, too sweet. I think we. What is that saying? What is that saying? Uh, <coughs> I just saw. I don't mean to cut you off, but like I, I just thought of this. I heard it right. Like it said, people have two lives, right? Start to live their second one when they realize they only have one life. I like that, which is true, right? That's true. That's true. Um, you're right. And, and I, I don't, I don't beat yourself out there, out there, people. I say that because you really don't start, you really don't start to make a lot of money until you're in your thirties. A lot of people botch up a lot of money. Yeah. And you started getting wisdom, right? Like we talked about earlier. Um, but I say all that to say that, um, I think we're, we're in the age where we realize that, like you said, you know, our kids or our kid, our child looks up to us and we have to be the biggest role model, Right. Um, I think the the biggest superhero starts from within the home. So your son doesn't talk as much, but he's he's, he's watching everything that you do. Um, sidebar: My brother didn't talk until he was four years old. Uh, my son, I'm very transparent. My son is in therapy right now. My 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 wife was very afraid that he he was going to be autistic or he is autistic. He hasn't been tested, but he's he's eventually going to be tested. Um, but I feel he says a lot of words now. But at first, in the beginning, we she was very fearful. Um, I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. But anyway, long story short, um, you've created a legacy and a brand that your son is gonna be so proud. She's very proud of to be a part of because your son could go back and look at these videos. Twenty years down the road. You're still gonna be alive. Forty years down the road, you still be alive. Whatever, sixty years down the road, you may not be alive, right? But your son can say, "My dad has created something that I can go back and watch him and look at these conversations." And if he ever feels lost, he can say, "Look, let me go back and look at these dad. Look at my dad's videos, just for kicks and giggles, or just for wisdom." So I think your son's gonna grow up to be a very great man. Um, From your mouth to God's ears. He's going to inspire a lot of people, man. Uh, I think God gives his his hardest battles to his best warriors. So I commend you and your wife for going through a lot. I mean, it's a, it's a lot to deal with. Um, yeah. Thank you. And and 
to be truthful and honest uh, for that particular reason I created this mm. I, people ask me all the time uh, why did I do this it's a lot of reason there's a lot of reason why I did this but that main one is for this you know um, I keep telling people you know People think that, you know, I'm, I'm killing it. I'm making this savage money and like I'm killing it because I'm episode interview, interview, interview. It's like, no, nah. <laughs> you know, I'm not. And as much as, you know, I would like to one day uh, pay the house with this, right? The main, it has to be the main purpose. And this is like, you know, before I started this, like I, I was very, um, I'm a person who keeps to myself. You know, and I forced myself to go out there and, and you know, meet people, right? And, and I received so many no's until I, somebody said yes, you know? And I tell people all the time, this is like this is like an ongoing documentary, right? Because throughout the first time I started to right now, I, I wasn't the same person. Every episode is, it's either, you know, some episodes talk about whatever's topic, training topic or not, but it's the deep conversation. That's why I want to make it organic. I want to talk about what you're trying to promote, but I also want to talk to you as a person. That That's the most important thing because we lose ourselves, you know, and that's the main problem of, of I think, some generations, the, the younger generations, that they don't know how to be themselves. They don't, they don't know how to follow their own thing, rather follow other people that are not doing the right thing. You know, sometimes you could be a follower. The majority of the time, because it's your life, you need to be a leader, you know? And not to say you're always going to be a leader, right? But then you need to be a leader enough to see who are, who's the right person for you to follow. It goes back to what you said. It's, it's um, I like a lot of, a lot of philosophical and a lot of, motivational speakers and a lot of people say this all the time is you said it earlier too is really you versus you every day is you versus that person in the mirror every day you're technically in control of your destiny um to a certain extent i tell this to people all the time you are who you are you are who you're going to be right but i do believe in this too though i believe that god gives us two or three roads I'm a firm believer in this. Now, I could be crazy. I could be wrong, but this is my belief. I think God gives us, like, let's say, say three roads. And each road is going to take you down a different path. Now, ultimately, I believe he's not going to let you stray so far. Mm-hmm. Each road may you know, take you through different obstacle courses, but he has a purpose for you and he has a goal for you because you're designed and you're created for a reason. Um, and along that journey, you have to find out what you're created for. Like, you have to, what's your purpose? Um, now, do we get lost and do, is it a rocky road? Hell yeah, it is. It's supposed to. Listen, I don't, like, I, I, I can't, I can't do jujitsu because I tore my ACL. Shut the front door. I shut the front door, right? But it, it was nothing more satisfying and beautiful when I'm rolling with a person and, you know, I finish one roll mat, uh, sparring match, I go with another extend of 15 minutes and I come out exhausted mm. it's only when the, when you reach the point of exhausted that you can see true meaning of life true true purpose and what you do because you're so exhausted you can't think you can't um, you can't feel because a lot of decisions we as people do is based off emotions this is where it goes back to your, where you're saying three roles. Those three roles, we will never know which one is best for us as long as we continue to let emotion guide us. Now, don't get me wrong. You will need him to know what's right and wrong. But the majority of the time, we use our emotions in a negative way, right? So when I'm finished rolling, I'm at this point of exhaustion. I see clarity. And with that clarity comes acceptance. And like, I don't, I don't have everything I want, but I also can't live a life thinking I'm going to have everything or I have all the answers or every time I'm going to win or, or I'm going to lose or, or, you know, it's life. You're not in control. But the best thing you can do is just, you got to live it. You got to fucking live it. You got to live it. You got to enjoy it. You got to create these mom- moments in where 
that when you're old, you you know, that's that saying, uh, remembering is living. It makes you smile. It's true. And that's and that's what's gonna gonna give us the energy, the life of like just you know, not everything's so serious. Not every job is worth it. You know, if you if you can like that's the thing. We, this generation has has messed up messed us up in a way that like they think everything is money and you you have to have a big house, you have to have a Lamborghini, you have to have assets. No. You could be a cop, you could be an EMT. Shit, you could fucking work at, at McDonald's or Burger King for as long as your life is good and you're happy and you're satisfied. And don't and don't get me wrong, sometimes satisfies that up your life. You're content with your life. Why do you want to be a millionaire and have those and have all these fucking problems? It's an ego thing. You can have a good life. And sometimes you need to have the best life. All you need to is, yo, your kid's good. Your marriage's good. You you got money in the bank. <clears throat> you, you you could go out and eat. You're good. You could buy two things. You're good. But the most thing, you, you, you're able to create moments where your family laugh, live and laugh and not take it in person and just live. Bro, you're good. I think that's the biggest picture. Like, and a lot of people don't realize that. I ain't gonna lie to you because I'm a man of simplicity. I come from nothing. No, I feel you. And I feel like those those things that you everything you just said makes so much sense. And I wish a lot of people would see it that way. Because all the other extra shit, cars in the driveway, the other stress, all that shit doesn't matter, man. Are you happy? Like you said, you could be flipping burgers, but are you fulfilling? Are you do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel happy? As long as you're happy, all the other extra shit don't matter. A lot of people get caught up with this. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I told you this earlier. I feel like I have to become some I have to become obsessed with something that I hate. And that's money. Because you can't do anything without money, right? Mm-hmm. But um, like you said, at the end of the day, money doesn't rule the world. Because a lot of people have money, but they're not happy. I see a lot of people that's miserable that have a whole bunch of money. Because it's like you're letting it control you. Enjoy the simple things in life, man. The simple things. You're allowed to wake up and, and, and do this thing all over again. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. But a lot of people don't see it that way. Play the, play the money game. And enjoy enjoy the fun while you're doing it, right? But also, like, here's the thing: this this is like going back to that immigrant mentality, right? People come here from other countries, and all they do is work their ass off. Let them complain. The only they they only tell you something is you disrespect them as they should. But they don't complain. They clean toilets. They do all types of shit. They don't complain. They're getting paid. They send battery back to the country. They build their house and do that, do that, do that, do that. And when 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 they when it's time to go, they go back and they got this fucking whole nice house, all this shit. And while they're working over here, they're enjoying life as the best they they're enjoying. A lot of people want a Saturday, a month, Saturday, and Sunday up. No, they if it's fucking Wednesday or Thursday, they're enjoying. They'll find ways to enjoy it. They're content. They're, right. I mean, yeah. Do they want more? Yeah, but they're not actually more much. Spend time with their family, going out and eat, make you know enjoyable moments, laugh, live, love. That's what life's about. Those moments that you're talking about, those that's what life's about. That's that's life in its essence. Those laughs, those memories you get to create. That's to me, that's one of the beautiful things. And you feel this way too. I say that because you can be have the shittiest day. But when you see your child or when your child loves you unconditionally, I'm like a kid in a cage though. I can be having the shit, I can have Bad consultations, bad meetings, no sales, or 10 sales, whatever sales I have for a day. It doesn't really matter. But as long as my child yeah. loves yeah. me unconditionally, that's all I need. I'm like a candy candy store. Yeah, it's real love. Something you're not going to get. Something you're not going to get um, when you walk out, you're out, you know, the front of your door. You know, like, that's, that's something like one of the things that I when I first – uh, started working for myself like you know I, it was so difficult for me to divide what's home and what's you know I will bring that energy and back to the household you know and it, it was so difficult for me to to divide that because I didn't know um and it wasn't worth it so you know I went into work for myself and you know all my frustrations you know set myself a time and I learned this was all about right it's, it's gonna be well worth it I feel like you're building an empire because you're you have so much um, 
going on, whether it's the merch. Y'all go buy the deal merchandise as well. You see the shirt, you see the hoodie, buy the hats, the shirts, the everything, merchandise, you got the podcast. So at the end of the day, it's gonna be well worth it. I think your podcast is growing. I need to go back and go back and watch a few episodes, but you have so much you have a vast uh, so many amount of people on here that's like different. Like one minute you'll have an author, next minute you'll have another entrepreneur. You have a lot of great people on here. And if you haven't, if you have or haven't been on here, like I want people to push it. Because like I tell people all the time, you support ignorance all the time. You don't watch something goofy or, or crazy on TikTok or Instagram. Like, support my boy's stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Support this episode. Like, I, I feel like as, as an entrepreneur, the best thing we can get is support. Y'all support ignorance all the time. Y'all don't know Kanye. Y'all don't know these celebrities. You actually know Dio in real life, or you may or may know of him. You know, may know of me in real life. Support us. You know, that's the best thing you can get as an entrepreneur is support, which we do have a lot of support, but I'm talking about the ones that don't. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 out there, right? It's, where me find you, you can find me. You know, that's one thing I, I try uh not to do anymore i don't i want to i want to talk i want to have these meaningful life-changing conversation i want i don't want to push my things on top of uh, on top of people that that i said you don't want it that's fine that's fine but you know it, it was gonna it's it's there when you need it and eventually you're gonna need it because we all need it sometimes and you have so many different guests on here i feel like there's not one episode that you haven't covered like you've covered so many different people actors so many talented different people like you can how many episodes have you shot anyway it's close to a, over 100 right but this one because this i'm gonna this is gonna be my next one i gotta this is probably gonna be my 99 99 99 so in the 99 people um it's been so many different topics has been covered you can find one of those things to cover it's a while yeah crazy click comment like and subscribe deal talk yeah it's uh it's been a, a long journey. It's once I hit that 100, that's going to be emotional. It's going for me at least because it's it's not uh, it's not about um, like I said, it's not about the money. It's not about you know these riches or whatever views. It's it's the the conversations I was able to have with these amazing people doing these amazing things, right? And you know this is this is what it's all about. You know, listen, man, once once you become a parent and this is what things kind of turn easy because it's not about you anymore. You're right. And that and that's, you know, that same sentiment, I I try to bring it here. What helped me, led me and helped me create this. It's about me. There's there's people out there that it's uh, everything's monetized. I've been working closely behind the scenes to to. help create a new platform, you know, and where people like us can, can uh, shine because there's too much people on Instagram, too much people on Facebook, you know, got Netflix. There's so much talent out there that's being overlooked and overviewed uh, and everything's determined how much money you have. And, you know, there's people that don't have the financial uh, asset, but have talent have worked hard and continue to work hard to practice their craft. And that's what I'm working hard to deliver. Hey, it's a, it's a DO out there that's going to look at this, a young DO that doesn't know how to do what you're doing. And he's going to, he's going to grow up and be like, and understand like, Hey, if, if the real, you know, like you did it, DO did it. I can do it too. Out there, there's there other Michael, there are people out there better than Michael Jordan, better than LeBron, but they didn't have the opportunity. Like you said, um, but at least they'll know through these episodes that um, if you can do it, anybody can do it, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's been an honor talking to you once again, my brother. 100%, my friend. 100%, my friend. I, I, and then It may or may not be a part three, but he's going to have some other people on here. Just FYI, giving y'all the, the, uh, the uh, segue into my business partners. Maybe on here, and I might be back on here a third time, or they'll come on individually. But y'all, please click, comment, like, and subscribe. Boom. Boom. Talk. And we're gonna make some history with this, and we're gonna push it. Boom! Listen, man. When it comes to you, you it's you don't have to ask. You, the door shares are always open. 
There's no, there's no count how many times you're gonna be here. If if next episode you want to be, we do a next episode. We'll be here. You you have an open door policy. I said here live. Um, yeah. And before we go, tell the people where they can find you at. Thank you, thank you, my friend. Um, so as far as Instagram, the personal Instagram is Chai's underscore. Uh, let me make sure I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you out loud. I changed it from Thanos. And Thanos was my favorite um, villain. Even though I'm a DC fan, I love me some Thanos. Anyway. On the Instagram is franchise underscore, I'm sorry, it's Fran underscore Chaz underscore A underscore Mogul. Because I feel like I'm a mogul. I am a mogul. I do so many different things. And then the business Instagrams are um, DC Services Create LLC. And the other one is um, Q Jack Brands. That's the name of my other company. Q Jack brands and Q Jack College. So um follow us and we'll follow you back. And thank you for having me on. I'm like a candy candy store man. Thank you for the um opportunity and like you said, got the open door policy. So y'all see me again people. <laughs> Boom. Uh uh before we go, uh make sure to go like, subscribe, comment. Um go follow me on my personal page. Uh is Mr. Dot Dream Inspire Obtain. Uh, Francis, one, once you know, one more time. Thank you for joining me. Uh, have a good night, guys. I'm out. <laughs>